Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for the girl. Wow. Who's feeling horny? I am. Because I saw Rita Wilson, who may or may not have had COVID, and was in the theater filled with people. And watched a slow jam concert sometime in February. Oh, we actually found the only human on earth that is there for the right reasons. And turns out that's a boring reason to be on a television program. I am feeling so, it's so horny on this Thursday afternoon. Just so excited. There's so much sexual tension. Rocking it out to listen to your heart, the most amazing edition. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arda Marine, coming to you, me, you, from my bougie garage in Silver Lake, California. I am so excited. Guys, we made it. We made it to the end of the amuse-bouche of the Bachelor world, a six-episode jaunt called Listen to Your Heart. With us, our first guest today is a woman who didn't really want to go on this journey with us, but she agreed to go on it at the beginning of the season. And then she was already on the train, and her bags were already packed. And she was like, I've got a nice Tom Ford foundation. I may as well put it on. And I'm curious to see if her feelings have changed. You know her from The View. You know her from her radio show at SiriusXM. I know her as a woman that I had one of the most fun nights with this year. She was like a magical lighthouse that brought Eddie Murphy to us. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, one of the funniest people I know, Michelle Collins. Hi, everybody. Oh, what a treat to be back. Thank you, Arden, for having me. At some point in time, we were in a crowd talking to Eddie Murphy. And, (laughs) and, you know, you say that it's because of me, but I will go to my grave saying it's because of you, because you were talking to Keegan. Yeah. It was a one-two. We had the – we were a good tag team. Like I uh, got him lured over because I was talking to Keegan. But then he was so enchanted. He was enchanted by me. It's true. He he came for the kigs. He stayed for the Collins. (laughs) Let's be real. Um, That was also the night I gave my number to Giancarlo Esposito who never called. Funny story. You know what? He was so up in your business in a I fun know. way that, but it almost felt like if he did call, you would have had a crazy lost weekend. So, you know what I mean? Like it would have been. <laughs> I would have quite been the next journey. Natalie Wood, is what you're trying to say. And you know what? It, it would have been worth it. It would have been me. worth it. Yeah. There was the, you had uh, some nights on earth we have pheromones, and that was a night that for whatever reason, and it was a joy to witness. I felt I I executed my wing woman position perfectly. <laughs> oh, you were the best. And thank you. Anytime, anytime, yeah. I will do a rent the runway, and I will get full face, <laughs> and I will go anytime. Speaking of my full face, my rent the runway. Speaking of my new friend, I'm going to say in 2020. Now I knew him because we we covered his season of The Bachelor here. We covered his season of go? Paradise here. But now, like I've been hanging out with him on his podcast, and I'm so happy to have him here with us, ladies and gentlemen, the host of the Vile Files, and Ask Nick, Nick Vile. Thanks for having me. Yay. Oh my god, thank you so much for being here. So I'm so I'm honored to be here you know it's oh. i've had you on my podcast and now i feel like you know i'm giving you the tour of my house and now i'm getting yeah. the the tour of, of of your world so well get ready it is it is it's a little mischievous mm-hmm. it's silly Fine. um and we of course have with us anna and katie hello i mean overall i gotta just say uh, now and i'll take us through the episode but i mean like i was so disappointed last night i was I oh I was so like just I've never wanted to lose my dignity and beg somebody to stay in my life or on television. When I realized Matt was going to rob me of two songs from Rudy, I just wanted to be like, "Bro, bro, just like just you don't even need to win, just just to entertain me with two more songs." That when I realized what was happening, I I, I I really had to take a minute to myself. Were you guys on the same page as me, Nick? Uh, yeah, it was a weird thing to uh, realize that you know Matt and uh, Rudy were going to be going home, and I think most people's reaction uh, was like, "Well, we don't get to watch them sing because yeah. uh, you know Bree and, and and Chris were the most in love, and, and you could argue the most talented, but uh, Matt and Rudy were clearly the. If you're looking at both. Uh, 
uh, stage presence and, and musical ability, they were by far in the way the most fun to watch, right? Mm. Like, you may not, like, be falling in love with their connection, but who gives a shit? Like, when you watch, like, we watch Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, and we don't really care if they're actually in love. It's just, like, fun to pretend that they are. Like, right? Yeah. Like, that doesn't matter. I mean, and she had a really good point, and we'll get to it, but she had a good point that she was like, yeah, I have never, like, the whole time on stage, I, I, I've been where I've been at. So, we can't just do these – like sh- you could see her wrapping her head around like, oh my god, because, you, because you're not ready to put a ring on it, you won't sing these two songs with me. And this goes back to he's the fr- he was the person who got out of the car and did not know who Chris Harrison was, which is sort of fun. But I think he really thought maybe that he had to like get engaged or something. Like I think he took it really seriously. Michelle, yeah. when you realized that Matt was pulling the ejector cord, mm. how did you feel? Well, you know, I've always had a thing where I don't trust people whose eyes are too close together. It's been something I tell everybody. <laughs> when the eyes are only an inch apart, I I pull back a little bit. And he had um, he was a near cyclops, which for me was a problem from the get go. I'm gonna I just I get more I, freaked out when they're wide or like shark eyes. Can I, just, I don't like that me. either. Yeah, go on. That's man. making yeah. me a little insecure because after I got engaged to Vanessa, the first thing she Uh-oh. told me is that my eyes were kind of close together, which was yeah, like revealing. Was revealing revealing to me, but now I'm just like self conscious. Wait a minute, that was the first thing she said after you got engaged. Within the first two hours. Um, Oh, I mean, again, she wasn't she wasn't trying to say it to be mean. She was, you know, we all tell bad jokes sometimes. I certainly do all the time. But uh, I certainly this. Hold on, that you should feel good and secure because if I said it knowing that you're on this podcast and I'm looking at you, then clearly they're not too close together because I would have felt self conscious. Gotcha. Honestly, you know what? I have to back up Michelle that if if she had said it and I would be like, whoa, 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 there's close eyed Nick. Don't say that, Michelle. There's no part of Cyclops Nick is on this podcast. What do you think? No, I might be a silly girl, but ultimately I'm a people pleaser and I want to be a good host and I wouldn't want to bring somebody on to. So there's no part of you that to me has close eyes. I think you can eliminate that from your brain. If if nothing else, you you came on this. Yeah, you don't have that. There's a long list of. Sorry, go on. That's, I don't. You know what? I don't want to make this about me or my looks. Let's well, it's let's far focus too late on, for that. Yeah, let's it's far let's, too late for that. It's already happened. So let's focus uh, no. on Matt. But yeah, so you don't. <laughs> so you don't like Matt, is what you're saying. I, I I think here's the truth. I think Rudy was dumb, and I think Matt was dumb. Rudy was dumb because she was really getting feelings for this guy who clearly was not feeling them back, and it was hard to watch. It she felt a little bit immature to me in the way that she handled it. And was she talented? By far. Was she the craziest one? By far. That is why we wanted her to go to the end, because she was entertaining. And then when that didn't happen, it was like, well, what the F have I been watching for five weeks? This weird fake competition about who can stare each other down more on stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's a production problem, really. I I couldn't believe that they... I I know they enjoyed getting the weeping behind the bathroom door, which is always fun. And I know they enjoy, but I feel like they should have paid double to have a producer throw their body in front of Matt and somehow <laughs> talk him in just for the stage charisma alone to force them to do those two songs. Yeah, but at the same time, like it's the finale, so they needed it to be down to two in a sense, and so they needed a you know you still got listen. But they took out the bad – they took out the fun act. You know what? On All job. that matters is that you cared and I the did. fact that care. you were mad means they did their job, right? Like, Dude, Nikki Glaser was texting me from Missouri yeah. enraged and her parents were enraged and they thought that Matt was being a dum-dum and that he should have just – Matt was definitely not being a dum-dum. Matt was – you know, Matt, this was a classic case of guy sensing that girls – way into him and then yeah. like he's here like kind of like to the point of you said like this guy didn't even know who chris harrison is so he hears the word fantasy suite he's very right. he's been hurt enough to be like you know what happens in fantasy suites they lay fucking windmills buddy like you need to like step up you know yeah you do and he was just like i did this girl super into me she's super cool i respect the hell out of her when a guy says that to you and you're a girl like he does not want to have sex with you and so he was super worried about like having sex with her and then being called an asshole so he'd rather be called an asshole by rudy before he slept with her rather than after okay so we had a theory last we had a theory last week that they did it in the haunted motel which is why she got extra cray at the rehearsal the theory was that they 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 humped 
like near near Victorville, near the Bottle Ranch, and that haunted motel. And then the next day, he was like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" And she's they're acting all weird at rehearsal because they because they did it. That was my I theory. thought this was common knowledge that they had no. sex. I actually was sure no. that they had slept together because the next morning it was like bedhead, you know, like the must up hair for her. Yeah, she had that. Yes. The look of total release that we're also familiar with. I felt like she really, (laughs) to me, listen, it's possible given the fact that like this, this show is a little closer to like, say paradise where like, you don't, you don't need the fancy suite to like have sex in that world. That being said, like what has Matt shown us? Like he's, he's a little skeptical of this world. He's a little nervous. He's a little uh, self-conscious about it. And so he was just like, I'm not having sex with anyone. Like there's cameras everywhere. Like this fear of like, definitely did. No, no. I feel like he did it and then was like, oh my God, what did I do? And now I, and now she's no. all over me and now we're at a shaggy concert. No, and no. Now, like, <laughs> no, listen, this is nothing against Rudy, but she said like day one or episode one, she's like, I fall fast. I fall hard. She, I think she referred to herself as a little crazy, which is totally yeah. fine. So I'm simply saying like, I don't think. She had to, you know, get some dick to get crazy. I think she was capable of being this way without it. Like I think that doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. But that little dick into things. It's the uh, it's the spark. You get a little dick. Listen. Also, keep in mind she's being constantly asked by everyone. Do you think Matt likes you? Do you think he doesn't like you? And like Uh, they're just she's just getting drove in nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't had in the moments, Michelle. You and I haven't had in the moments. Can we ask? That's true. Can we ask a question? Or can I ask a question? How do you think this show was pitched to these contestants, though? Do you think it was sold to them as a singing competition for single people where they're date, they're going to date, or as a show where they're going to find love and also sing? Because I think it was pitched as a singing competition, and this guy got, uh, I think, a little bamboozled when it came to what ended up happening. That's like, a good question. I don't know, because it wasn't about the singing at all. They were not judged on their singing. They were judged on their chemistry. You know, Anna, can you look up? I feel like there were ads. Didn't they have ads for it or or like the, the equivalent of the crazy ads that they're fishing with Claire Crawley right yeah. now? Like, I feel that there were ads just as they ran ads for the seniors that they were trying to cast. I feel like I saw an ad for it of what they were fishing for. By the way, I still can't handle the Claire ads, the Claire ads. I that, can't do it. I can't Dude, do if you are the Bachelorette and like they're literally not, making it be cool. like, it's not cool. It's like it like this beautiful woman. They're like, come on, your great aunt Shelley needs love too. It's like, like throw Golden her a Girls ads for own TV or like for uh, yeah. our time. It's yeah. just everything about it's yeah. so perimenopausal. Yeah, it's like listen, Claire's thirty nine, <laughs> so don't dress her like a twenty two year old. But she yeah. she is beautiful. She looks very young. Dressed her like a like a like a mature twenty nine year old, not like a forty five fifty year old. It's like a forty five year old like Bordello. It's like a madam, <laughs> like a Bordello Jackie Collins. It's like she was the baddest madam in the West. It looks you know, like a photo of like too. some like Western movie. That. Yeah, she, it looks like a photo of like she's a character in an old Western movie out of yeah. a saloon. She, she runs a brothel yeah. like sweet his sweet Mama Claire. Sweet Mama Claire needs love too. Yeah. You know, with, with the bad bull- blur. There's like a blur over the letters. Even the letters aren't crisp. Like the edges are bleeding out. Like her lipstick Everything on her has- wrinkled lips. It's horrible. <laughs> exactly. It's as, if it's, it's as if she's been smoking like three packs a day. And they just put Vaseline all over her like beautiful face, all over the lettering. Yeah. They just no, smeared it on the font, like everything. It sucks. But speaking of speaking of Nikki Glazer, like at the first episode and I had her on my podcast to recap it, she was just like, Why are they doing this to her? Like why yeah. it's like they're begging for guys to like listen, they do this yeah. for everyone. But you combine that photo with the fact that it's like it comes across as like, please. Anyone. 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 And they're they're literally calling her old in the ad. All right, you guys, I'm taking so here we are. We're at the start of Listen to Your Heart finale. We're not taking the why would we drive the buses that we rented from from Vegas to Nashville when we can fly? So they fly to Nashville. And um somebody emailed us that Jamie's all excited that she's home, but somebody emailed us that they rented her their place and that she moved there last summer. So she's actually only lived in Nashville since last summer, according to one of our listeners. Mm. Um, Trevor's plan is to move to Nashville because Jamie's there. Let's talk about that for a hot second. 
Did, did he say um, because I, Jamie's there? Or He was saying, he said my plan, she says that he his plan is to move to Nashville because she lives there. I don't buy it. Do you buy it? Uh, no. I mean, spoiler alert, uh, Trevor's already did, broken up with Jamie. Okay. Oh, no. That's yeah. what Nikki wanted to know. Anna, you just sent me the thing. What did it say? What does the ad say for The Bachelor? Um, this is for the how they pitched it. It says single... Or seeking single singer musicians for new ABC dating show synopsis. Are you a single m- musician looking for love? And it says, yeah, people who are ready to find love, all ethnicities. By the way, okay. I thought you said magician, and I would also watch that show if they had single. She magicians, started to say magician, and I got too. excited. <laughs> uh, so it was a better show. There'd By the way, if you, guys have, yeah. if you guys have never been to the Magic Castle in Los Angeles, oh, where you yeah. have to like be able to be a member, you have to be able to execute a magic trick, and it's the most amazing thing. And you've never been—I'm sorry, but you've never been in a room with so many like adult male virgins. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the horniest room, and then you get like the weird magic groupies that are there to like that. You can tell these ladies at the bar like only bone magicians. I did go on a date there once, and I made out in the sleight of hand <gasps> room. So there we go. Wow! Mm-hmm. Did he yeah. have a satin dragon robe on? Because they do. He love had a those. satin robe on. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. with the dragon. He in the pulled. Back. He pulled. He pulled a rabbit out of my pants. <laughs> no, I was very drunk, and it was fun. But there we go. Um, okay, so they go and they're like, okay, Chris Harrison comes in. He says, there's going to be fantasies, there's going to be fantasy suites. And at this point, you better be on the same page and cut to Matt in a full panic. And they're at the Hermitage Hotel, which is futzy. And they're like, it's really classy. Nixon stayed here. There was, it was the least sexy hotel. It felt very elegant, but like very grand. It was like doing it amidst your grandmother's doilies. Nothing says sex like a place that Richard Nixon slept in mm. yeah weird flex right <laughs> it feels like nashville's such a cool town i'm like this is the oddest choice of lodging would you want to get in the bone zone in the hermitage michelle me well you know yeah. what? i reek of class i think everyone on this uh, podcast can agree so i would 100 percent. and in given that like it's been what two months since we've been locked up i yeah. would um i pretty much have sex anywhere i uh, you know the laguardia <laughs> hilton uh, looks real nice these days. So yeah, I would. I would. Nick. Uh, well, I, yeah, I mean, clearly, I've shown that, that anywhere. <laughs> like I don't. I, like, I think. That's true. Think. That's. I mean, you're. At, I mean, it, there was just something. I was like, it was so. It felt very old fashioned. I'm like, this is so strange. Well, so I then, mean, again, Matt- like, again, I feel like I'm I'm defending or you know giving away trade secrets here. But like, let's clear the hotel, going to the show, being like, this is what we'd like you to say about our hotel. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's always we had- it's always weird. And then like then the, the producers will go to like the cast members, be like, so could you. You just remind the audience that Nixon uh, hung out here. And then, like, Trevor, who's, like, never heard of Nixon, and maybe. He's, like, who? he's who? just like, who? So, like, yeah, this, like, amazing president, who? you know. Oh, yeah, he was great. He was the best president we had. Who? All right. Um, so then we see Matt in full spin out, and he whispers, We have to talk after. And Rudy's like, After what? He's like, Everything. So we see him, like, pacing the hallway, freaking out, full panic attack. And, um,. And they get Unchained Melody. Chris Chris gets that, oh. and they're all excited. I know. I mean. Such an Michelle. annoying song. Uh, you know what I say? Chain that melody. I'm over it. <laughs> they need Me to too. chain the melody. <laughs> they need to change the melody. I have to say, ghost, the ghost oh. pottery scene did that song in. Um, it, it just was... Watching Rudy and Matt spin out and she's hiding under the pillows and everybody else is rehearsing and she's dying slowly. And then he he climbs in. He's like, do you want to sit on the couch? He's like, getting to know you has been amazing. You know, I love getting to sing with you. And I believed this was the most amazing musical experience. But I'm hearing this stuff from Chris Harrison. It's hard for me that we're not at the same level. I'm going to feel like an idiot, but I can't get there. And, and I don't want you to resent me. And he tapped out. And I just... Yeah. I couldn't believe he robbed us of the songs. Uh, I mean, I don't know, Nick. What do you What do you think? I I was already over the show, so for this to happen, I was like, all right, let's just let's just get to the end. I think let's just uh, see, see who the judges are. I, 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 again, I think uh, it had more to do with uh, Matt was just living in fear at that point. He just wanted out. 
I was so confused about the fantasy suite thing because it felt like they were giving everyone like it felt like people were staying in hotel rooms together and then like I didn't get no, but it. You Nick. know, like Chris Harrison's really good at his job, right? Like he's yes. very good at walking in and out of nowhere, like like putting a level of like weight on every situation. And it's almost yeah. like I loved how it's fu- it was kind of funny. I think it was like Brandon in the middle of the season. It was like episode three where Chris was like, everything's changing. And everyone's like, we just got here. And the look of confusion yeah. on Brandon's face where Chris Harrison's yeah. like, you need to decide if you're in love right now. And, yeah. it, you know, but Chris is good at his job. So he comes in there and like, everyone's just like, hey, are you ready to, are you ready to move forward? Are you ready to make this commitment? And then you always have like people like Jamie or whatever in this world being like, fuck yeah, man, I am ready to die for this person. And then you have the person like Matt, who's just like, what is going on here? Like, do I need to like... You know, like he's that that that's what you see Matt doing. Also, keep in mind, like the pacing of Matt might have been him walking for 30 seconds. Yeah, that's true. You know, like they make it seem like it was a nine hour like marathon for Matt, but it's entirely possible. He was like, you know, really thirsty and couldn't get a (laughs) Coke and like decided to like walk in circles and pace like we all do sometimes. And like that turned into uh, they can edit it. Yeah. Oh, that's got to feel terrible when you see your edit and you're like, wait, no, no. What did you do? I know it's a weird thing because Jamie clearly has watched The Bachelor. She knows the game. She's all in. She's so young. And he's a dude from Milford, Connecticut, who's like a good musician who probably just plays bar gigs up and down the East Coast. Is like, what is happening here? Why did I not pick American Idol? Uh, Yeah. Well, Trevor did. Oh, my God. Dude, Trevor. Okay. So wait, can I ask a question? Do you yes. guys think Ryan Seacrest had a stroke on Sunday or not? Let's talk about that. Uh, I, I, I saw a post saying he did not. And I was like, what? I didn't know that. Do you? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. What did it look? Did it look like he did? So you guys, like I saw the screen grab of it on the Daily Mail and it stuck with me for till my dying day. One eye was the size of a dinner plate and one was just like a coin slot. And then his <gasps> little face. And uh, he slurred his words. I don't think he had a stroke because he would have passed out. But he looked like a, a still from Ren and Stimpy. Like he didn't look normal. So I'd like to know maybe wow, the money. I hope he's is okay. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Listen. Oh my god. It was okay. And Michelle and I were talking earlier. We're almost at the season finale of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. And I got to tell you, well, I, I loved watching the guest have snorting cocaine and uh, then paddling like a madman around uh, the Greek islands, just flying on coke. I could watch that for hours. Now, here's a show I can get behind Below Deck Sailing Yacht, the best. For it was great. Up, coked up guests. Nick Coked would love up guest. It. it was phenomenal. It was such Nick, a good episode. There's <laughs> so much great. cocaine. And they and the Foley <laughs> artists added in audio. Whenever somebody would close the door, you would just hear <laughs> it was amazing. And then you and then they would show them quickly paddling on paddleboards. It and was like incredible. laughing wildly while they're just paddling yeah, like, out. Ugh, the best. Manically paddling. Okay. So okay, so bye bye Rudy and Matt. So now we're down to Chris and Bree, and we're down um, to Jamie and Trevor. Let's start. Why don't we start with Jamie and Trevor? So Jamie and Trevor, they go into their fantasy suite. They've got the fur rug. And, you know, he has all – he he's dangerous for a girl like Jamie who's oh, yeah. young because he knows ex- – because he looks nice. He feels like – he feels like the hot but attainable, like the cute guy at your high school that's high school. not even – yeah, he's, he's like the school. second yeah. hottest guy at your high school. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the number one hottest guy at your high school, but he's the second hottest guy at your high school. And he seems nice, which is an, and I totally believe that he is the dirty dog that he's been portrayed to. I feel like he's dangerous for that uh, for a girl. It's funny because, like, a lot of the feedback I've gotten from producers about him is like, they're not sure. And I, listen, I, oh. I, listen I, I think that, you know, he's just a fucking guy, you know? He's, uh, he's not the. There certainly can be a lot worse than him, but he's the type of guy, and I'm always critical of, where he just he's trying so hard to seem like the great guy that won't do this. Yes, and that's what makes it makes him kind of douchey about it because he's trying so hard to be so sweet and just I'm just like here for the right reason, and he's just a guy who likes to fuck a little bit, and that's totally fine right it's totally fine um but like when jamie's like i'm falling in love with you he doesn't hesitate by saying in a really sincere way i'm falling in love with you too and he doesn't like her at all 
like no. deep down. Like he no. knows this isn't going to like work out, but he conv- he's really good at convincing himself of his own bullshit. And like, that's kind of where he's shitty. Is he a terrible yeah. human being? No, but he's just kind of like that in between kind of like, he's really good at bullshitting himself and then therefore bullshitting. And you're right. Like he's like a nightmare for someone like Jamie. But I she's also, she's Michelle. really, sorry to interrupt you, Arden. She's really no, young, not at all. 21 years old. This is the time where she has to go out with guys like that. Like, I think this is yeah. a great yeah. lesson. It was great. on TV, fine. But it's like, she's in Muppet Baby. She'll, she'll move on. But yeah, is she shitty? 100%. But you know what? She's also annoying as shit. So in my opinion, they deserved each other. Arden, take it away. She's annoying as shit. I will <laughs> say, not to be the creepiest person on earth, her boobs are resplendent. Oh, my. They were, I, they, they, and out. They were spectacular. Oh, my God. I know. Her boobs were spec. And I was like, I got to get a, I gotta get a great push-up bra. I, I have them. I never put them out there. Like, I but have I have them. them. Honestly, I, have them. I didn't notice. The only thing I did notice was liar. my face. You did not notice her what incredible boobies. So you were a liar. They oh were these God. amazing titties. You did not I, notice those amazing titties. I honestly did not notice because I was so drawn in by Jamie giving relationship advice to literally everyone else because uh, she yeah. thought her relationship was so perfect. Like I, I just loved that. It was great. Okay. Let's talk about I want to nominate for an Emmy. The montage. So they've been on their like hump fest all night, like full bone zone. They're on their like like fur blanket and then in the morning even though no one has ever eaten on the bachelor franchise they have this full spread of like donuts and french toast and like and then meanwhile we have sweet probably mormon brie and chris who've politely had their water and then gone to their separate rooms having the most awkward interaction after their terrible rehearsal he's in a giant scarf they're in their limousine <laughs> awkwardly silently dry, like the, the montage between their limo ride and the two of them in robes like post like all night like fuck fest feeding each other donuts was incredible it felt almost like bachelor in paradise editing michelle uh could not agree with you more Bree and chris to me <sighs> How do I put this? They like Beetlejuiced my vagina shut. You know what I'm saying? They like, they're so like <laughs> churchly. I don't know how to explain them or what their deal is. No. But just, I like them. They're nice people. Really nice people. Me but too. Chemistry wise, for a show Dude. that is literally judging people by chemistry, for me, I was not feeling it, but I guess I'm not Rita Wilson. Nick Arden, take it away. Uh, Nick. Yeah, I mean, they're very like. Here's the thing. I at first I was confused by this whole like. I don't think we should go to the fantasy suite. And then I thought to yeah. myself, I understand that people have sex in the fantasy suite, but a lot of people don't. So like, why aren't you going in the fantasy suite just to like shoot the shit and get to know each other more? Right. However, then I forget that like in this world, it's not like Bachelor or Bachelorette world where they've been like hanging out constantly. Like this is not like you've had eight minutes in nine weeks with this person. So so they're just kind of like. And so my guess is Brie, does Brie have, does Brie have a daughter? Not that that really necessarily no, matters. Okay, but I do, have a, we looked but it up, I think she, we think she, she, yeah. she grew up in a Mormon house and maybe yeah, she didn't so, want to have to explain it to her family. There you go, That's right? So to me, to me, it very much looked like I just need, I don't want people to think that I spent the night with this person. Because I, like I Yeah. Me too. And so I don't know. Yeah. So that, I, I'm just me like, too. I was logically like just kind of going through the logistics of it. Um, so my guess is that's why it wasn't as big of a deal because in other times I was just like, dude, how could you pass up this opportunity to like actually talk for the first time? But you you get that opportunity in like in paradise. Right. And, and so, yeah, I mean, listen, they're sweet. They're nice. Definitely boring, not great TV, but they're very good and they're sincere. And I did enjoy listening to them sing. Me too. I did. I I, I would get a little choked up. I mean, I will admit I I didn't (gasps) feel nothing. I have to say, okay, so they want to get married. They want to have kids. They want to have a studio in their house. They want to go touring. Let's get to the – we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the performance. What is your fantasy? You. Okay, we're back. Now, here we are. All we – we did not see Jamie and Trevor rehearse. Right? Or did I just like black out and miss it? We didn't ever see them rehearse with the band, right? They were just too busy in their robes eating donuts. Sure. Yeah. Um, so then they go to this venue and we have we have Tay Diggs. We have Jewel who looks fantastic, <gasps> I have to she say. She looks – I'm, I'm moving into a van. I have to go she, live in a van. She looks so good. 
She looked so good. Her, oh like all of it. She looked fantastic. And the she teeth, was so elegant. The oh, teeth, so the hair, the skin, all of it. Um, and then we have, oh, and then we have Caitlin and uh, what's his name? Who's so sweet? Jason. Jason. <laughs> He's so sweet. Very yeah. much. He's so sweet. They're so cute. And then, as Nikki Glazer texted me, Rita Wilson, who kind of looks like the ghost of Caitlin Future, like down mm-hmm. the line, they kind of look alike. They could be like mother daughter, Caitlin and Rita, side by side last night. So here we are. We're at the. I have to say, I did like the music part of this. I liked the band backup. I liked all the stringed instruments. I liked. I was, but I was sadly missing. Uh, Rudy and Matt. And we have, so up first is Jamie and Trevor, and they do Unchained Melody. And uh, somebody tweeted at us, like, it was so sad that, like, the, his falsetto was supposed to be the big moment, and, like, nobody cared it was. I felt confused every time, because they were perfectly good and perfectly cute, but watching them, I thought, you can't send this on tour. Like, I will say Chris and Bree are beautiful to watch. Like, it didn't Jamie and Trevor feel like the cute couple in high school that got to do the spring concert together? I don't know, Michelle. Um, uh, what are you asking me? If I cared about anybody, did they else? feel? Did they feel like they were like? Did they feel like pro level performers, Jamie no, and Trevor? No, Jamie to me felt like um, good good singer at karaoke. Uh, but but annoying like Leia Michelle energy like knowing yes. she's a good singer which I really hate people like that even though musical I am, theater majors yeah musical theater majors <laughs> um, yeah I don't know they were fine I actually thought the best singer was the Shakira looking girl the fifty five year old and Ryan what's yes. her name oh my god I I was so bummed when they did the yeah. thing where they moved the mic stand around and they yeah she was amazing the pussycat doll what's her uh, name she was amazing she was fine I Natasha. She was good. She had a big voice. Yeah, I'm not saying she was a bad. Like, listen, I, I, she was obviously very good, but I never. Rudy and Matt were my. Never Rudy really. And Matt I never team. really enjoyed watching them, and maybe it's because it's an odd combination. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Trevor and Jamie, I couldn't be more bored of them performing <laughs> ever. When I realized uh, that we had a second song to get through, I ugh. just thought. Are you freaking like? Are you kidding me? Like, there's another one. I, yeah. I very much. I was very sorry to even if Rudy and Matt yeah. weren't going to win because like they weren't in love enough. I would have been so happy for a fun performance. Yeah, there was a lack of chemistry, and they're both like really good at singing. But there's nothing. And again, I say this sucking, but there was nothing special about their ability. You didn't stop yeah. and go, "Wow!" And like, yeah. I don't watch a lot of music competition shows, but again, like I. I watch when, when Bree and Chris would perform or Matt and Rudy perform, I tend to watch those performances twice and I would fast really? forward through Trevor and Jamie. You know, yeah. you have to also think that for this show when they were casting it, like people who are super hot, who are unbelievably talented are not going to go on a dating show. They're going to go on The Voice or American Idol. So right. this is sort of already like second tier singers, performers who are like, right. you know, they kind of have to couple up to make it on. I don't know. I feel like... That's a good point. Might yeah, I don't know. Something. I don't know the casting process for those other shows, but knowing reality TV and how they cast, my guess is just like everything else, mm-hmm. uh, there's various degrees of, of why they cast, right? So even on American Idol or The Voice, right? They're, you, you don't, you're not looking, f- everyone doesn't have to be amazing. Some people have to have stories. So mm. I would actually kind of disagree with you that some of the most talented, best looking people aren't always ending up on American Idol and The Voice because like that's not always good TV. You need like a level of like variety and some people might not have a good story and things like that. So like, you know, I don't know if like it did, I don't think we're necessarily getting the B team. Per se. Uh, fair enough. I don't know if a lot of the people, though, from this season, Arden, would have ended up on an idol other than like Trevor and uh, fake Shakira, who I thought was really good. Natasha. 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 Yeah. I don't know. I bet you Ryan might have been able to. You don't think Ryan Rudy could have? Edward Scissorhands. What? Right. Yeah. Um, Rudy might have been able to. Rudy might have been able to. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy was good. Rudy was um, the, yeah. the, bru- the most brutal moment for me was in the car when Jamie and <laughs> when Jamie and Trevor were singing each other, and she was like, "Your voice is so se- sexy." And then she le- leaned in his face and went like, <sighs> "Like she like breathed like right in his face." It was so. It was so bad. 
Oh it was almost so like musical theater major. It was like, <laughs> I just thought if anybody ever did that to me, I, I would just, I would just barrel roll out of the car. Even if I was, you know, going like full speed up like the 405, I, I would just, I would just, I would just open the door and bail. Yeah, totally. Listen, there's no doubt in my mind that like, again, like Jamie's pretty, she's sweet, she's talented. And she's just young enough on that show to be like just so fucking excited about everything. And yeah. Trevor was simply just trying to survive the show. Yeah. He was just like, just fucking power through, man. Be nice. Just get through this. We'll we'll break up with her down the road. And again, like, that's not nothing against Jamie. They're just it just wasn't like there was not a lot of chemistry. And and Jamie's a total babe, so like that was totally yeah. fine for like Trevor to, you know, fake it till he made it. You have confirmation that they're broken up. Uh yes. I've, okay. you know, I mean, I don't know, like, who know people get back together, but I was told Trevor broke up with Jamie. Wow. Okay, um, okay so, then, uh, so then they did their thing. People really liked it. And then, um, you know, Rita Wilson was feeling it. Rita Wilson was all over it. She wanted babies to be made. There was so much talk about babies being made that made me so uncomfortable. And by the way, so people kept texting, Anna, weren't you saying this was filmed it made me so uncomfortable. I didn't even realize, but Lori was texting us. This was filmed like right around, right before I think Rita got COVID. Is they that got terrible COVID to point on out? March 11th, 11th, it was announced. Yeah. yeah. When this was, was this filmed, filmed? At the end of February, I think. I'm not 100. percent I'm sure that's okay. That's a good enough. I mean, I think they got it in Australia, but yeah. I know people were. A lot of people were tweeting us about that. I'm, I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it's fine. I mean, everybody else was fine. Um, so then we so then we have Chris and Bree and I have to say I thought that second song was so beautiful that one that they closed with with the backup I mean they were they were so good their voices are so good it's boring but it's it's they were grounded I felt like they did a really good job even if they had a terrible rehearsal um I don't know what uh, we, Anna, um, what did you think uh, of their sorry, of uh, sorry, I like just started having realizations of it takes two weeks for your symptoms to arise. I and saw I just, something I on your face. I, was like, I actually saw something <laughs> happening. That's on, quite honestly, I saw you going somewhere, and I thought my yeah. friend's in trouble. So I was sort I'm of sorry. sending you a fishing line, bringing you back to earth. I did actually see you rocket out of your chair. Just that I, 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 I you, there was this happening. Oh, I started to be like two weeks, March 11th, and then I was like had all the like oh, numbers, so and I was being like, what? were you about when to take your own? Do you need to take your temperature in our <laughs> where were you two weeks ago um, uh no i don't know uh so whose rehearsal were you asking about sorry i'm not asking what about the performance oh. we're oh, at the, performance. The, the chris and brie and oh, how great okay. they did i thought brie was so stiff i wasn't like i thought brie's performances in the past were better like that didn't like i wasn't like wow beautiful great like she seemed so stiff like her body wouldn't move Jewel even pointed that much. out. Our, our our treasure Jewel pointed that out. Jewel was yeah. like, "Your face is expressive, and your body is like a, a rag doll." Uh, Nick, I honestly just kind of thought, and again, I enjoyed him. I did watch him twice, but they it was the same performance every time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They just like Jane, uh, Brie looks up, Chris looks down. They stand yeah. about six inches apart. Yeah. They don't really move. There's almost no energy, and they yeah. just like sing like they're falling in love, and that was like their yeah. that was like their stick, right? And it worked. Yeah. Like it was it certainly works. you know it was fine, but I guess I couldn't really tell a difference. It was all kind of the same to me, which also it was good. It was you know it was re- I watching them and I, I and then when when they won and watching them drive off, I thought part of me thought. I hope they're together forever. I feel like they will never have sex and that'll be fine. And they'll just sing at each other and be in love and like be so happy and that'll be fine. They're going to have the the Burton-Ernie treatment. Nothing wrong with that. Separate twin bees. Um, I love Lucy's style. Uh, Something we did not mention about her, which I think is important. Two things. One is um, that when they were announcing the judges, one of whom was Tay Diggs, which we didn't bring up. We brought the other judges up. But did I did say Tay Diggs with, with Jewel, and, and when Chris... Yeah, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you say it, say it, say it. Well, how Chris said he... No, you say it. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're going to say. Please go. Um, No, I'm going to let you do it. I'll let you say your I statement. Don't know what, you I don't know what you're going to say. Anyway. Okay, just, so Tay Diggs, who's so 
freaking hot. He's gorgeous. Um, covered in fedoras. Like, not enough fedoras. It's like how there's a toilet paper shortage. Anywhere Tate Diggs goes, fedoras are sold out. Like, he just has every single one in his possession. But um, the way that she clapped when they introduced Rita Wilson, I didn't think that the contestants knew any of the judges. They were like, lived in a van? Who? Like, the second he goes, she lived in a van, I was like, oh, it's Jewel. They were like, yeah. What? She lives yeah. in a van. And then when they brought, they were like, okay, but the way that, um, that she clapped, that Brie clapped, which I posted on Instagram, I have, other than Brendan Fraser, have never seen anyone clap like this. I know this isn't a visual podcast, but it was like a wide fingered seal. Did you see how she clapped? No, I'll have are to we, go back and watch Are it. we not teaching children back. how to clap? Do Gen oh, Zers not know how to properly clap is my question. I think Gen Zers might not know how to clap. Okay. That's my whole thing. I actually didn't even know they sung two songs. That's how boring they were. And I think by the time the show was done, I was so checked out, truly like sleeping Elmo eyes, good night and good luck. Like I just at that point didn't care. And I agree with you, Arden. They'll never sleep together. No. Uh, the kids will magically appear. Um, I, and they're going to live a wonderful life. I feel, Nick, you think, they, you think they're going to get at it? No. I mean, listen, you guys are probably right. I, I think Thank Chris you. is who we saw. But I'm not totally convinced that, like, listen, I don't think it's true, but if someone, like, said, by the way, Bree's a closet freak, I would have no problem oh. believing that. She a freak. I would be Look happy. I would be. Yeah. I, the makeup. The makeup. I was actually watching and going, well, they don't even get makeup at the finale. Like, they still have to do their I own had, makeup. I just, uh, I just had a former, former Mormon on my podcast <gasps> call me up who got married at 19 and has been married for seven years, and she is like, I need to like have sex with other men, and like, and no shame, but like, there's a, there's a closet like, I, I, I've, I've left the church, and and now I need to live, baby, and yeah. uh, I. Uh, oh, that would be so. I ho- I hope uh, that's coming. I would yeah. be so happy for her. Rum springa, so, baby. That's the most I don't see. Rum springa. I don't see I that in Chris. I don't see that in Chris. I think no. he's always. I think he no. kind of sings and has sex and like kind of does everything at the exact same speed. Yeah. All right. It's going to be very gentlemanly. Very, very sweet. Uh, yeah. Very sweet. He'll respectful. hit the high notes. You know, he'll do. Oh, my God. That was the thing. It was also like after Trevor tried to falsetto, which was fine. But then like when Chris did it, it's like it was sort of I will say it it. It was definitely like, OK, this is how it's done. I mean, yeah. it was he his voice is so beautiful. Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, I have to say I did end up enjoying the show. I know, Michelle, you didn't like it. I I felt that I'm glad it wasn't a 12-week show. I did enjoy Same. it as a six-week show. And as a one-night, two-hour show, not a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like, no, yes, agree totally. I, yeah, they, uh, they, they lacked anchors, like familiar faces, and it was like it took too long to kind of get invested in the characters. And then, you know, no one fought. Like, they were, they were all like... Right, Natasha pleasant. was the Natasha was the big villain, and it wasn't even. Really it wasn't even again. It seemed forced. Like it's a strange girl walks in, and be like, "I know a girl who knows you who said some yeah. things." I can't tell you, like, but but fuck it, you know. I'm yeah. not. It's like okay, that seems weird, but yeah, um, it was small. Um, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back. We'll do our tweet of the week. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. And we're back. You guys, what a journey we've all been on. What a joy. Nick, did you enjoy the show overall? I thought it was fine. I mean, I I know it a ton of people didn't watch it. It was it was a bachelor show. Is that and true? bachelor shows were are all pretty, not good? pretty Uh I don't think they were great, but I honestly it was one of those things where like if I think everyone's streaming now. Like it, it actually mm. uh, came out on, I think, at a bad time. I think people are not kind of, you know, everyone's schedule's different. They're not like setting their dial to watch. Um, right. And, you know, the water cooler talk, going to work and like talking about it. Like if, if I think if Listen to Your Heart was on Netflix, it would have killed because it would have been like, oh, a reality TV show that I can stream? Right. Bam. Like everyone right, would have watched it, right? Like mm. um, I don't think Too Hot to Handle that I didn't finish was like, that amazing but it was like why not i have nothing better to do and i can just stream it all so i thought it was a totally fine show i wasn't the best bachelor show i've ever seen but like i didn't have a hard time watching it that's for sure i enjoyed it when i liked it once the music got started and in it particularly when we had rudy and matt and when natasha and ryan were there i thought it was fun to see the music yeah, part. I enjoyed the music. It was yeah, my favorite part. And I'm someone who me doesn't too. watch a lot of those shows, you know. Yeah, but, I uh, would watch it again. I think and Nick I bet- talked me into liking it just now. 
I was like yeah, really I, like, oh, whatever. And you just said some stuff. And I was like, yeah, it was better than too hot to handle. Wait a minute. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, yeah no, no <laughs> like, problem. I, I enjoyed it. I, it think. Was, I think there's a level of expectation. Like it was one of those things in Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Um, they put out great TV. There's a certain level of quality expectation. They tried something new. People are resistant to change. It was like staying your lane. You guys don't do music. You do love, right? And yeah. so... You know, I think there's a little bit of resistance and then you don't have a ton of people who are like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't need to watch this. You know, like I'll watch Too Hot to Handle. It's on Netflix. I'm like, I'm not, I don't like, I'm, I don't need to make sure I DVR Too Hot to Handle. And I certainly don't need to make sure I'm sitting in front of my couch at 8 p.m. Eastern, you know, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And it was like, there was also like no characters, no anchor. Like if they, if Jed wasn't in a, like if they got Jed to show up on that show, like everyone would have been like, ooh, let's let's see how this could go, right? There was mm-hmm. no like curiosity. It was all these new people and it was kind of funny to like hear Matt not know who Chris Harrison is, but quite honestly, Chris Harrison is the man and we want people to know who Chris Harrison is. We want people to come in being like, Oh my god, like I'm losing my mind and like, you know, Matt was like too level headed. Um which is he makes him a nice guy, but uh, you know, maybe not the most compelling T V. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like eventually once we got rolling and we started – I did start to enjoy it and I did enjoy the uh, – I liked the music. I did like the – I would watch it again if it comes back. I would I would totally watch uh, it again. I'm really curious because I don't think the ratings did well enough to suggest they would pick it up again. But it's also one yeah. of those things like how was it reviewed? Like it's, some, it's a weird time to measure the success. Yeah. Like how – how do you measure this? All network televisions down. So um, – I don't know. It'll be interesting, but yes, I uh, I did not I did not feel like it was a chore to watch. No, me neither. I didn't love the first ones, but then it got going, and once the music got more involved, I thought it was really fun. Um, will you guys help us pick a tweet of the week? Yeah. Um, okay, our first tweet is from Lauren Jean Johnson at World Words by LJ. Um, Making music with you and getting to know you would have been so incredible. Bruh, that is literally the show. You could have just done one more time, just a couple more days. And then she has uh-huh. an Obama photo. There we go. Uh-huh. Number two, Cheyenne Constant at Trixie Firecracker. If they have not found 30 men for Claire by now, it might be time to throw in the towel and put in a good word for her at Love is Blind. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh. <laughs> she would do well there, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Jizzy Lizzy at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Matt is clearly here for the right reasons, and it's lame as fuck. <laughs> I like that. I like, uh, that's a lot, that, that's, that's kind of a meta tweet. Um, Jizzy Lizzy, here's another one at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. So they basically just smashed two reality shows together that have nothing to do with each other. American Idol and The Bachelor. What's next? Drag Storage Wars? And then somebody replied, I'd rather watch that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you kidding the storage they need for those gowns? That's like a, you're talking three, four hundred a month. Dude, uh, drag okay. storage wars would be fantastic. Yeah, I would watch the shit out of that, absolutely. Or if you have to make your outfit from the shit that you find in the storage unit, like you get, you buy the container and oh, then you genius. have to make your persona out of what you get there and then from, do like, a show. like an old will, like your like Kathy's will. <laughs> Whatever they find in there, yeah. Mm. Um. Let's see. Aaron at this is this one is Aaron watching Rita Wilson leaning in to talk to the other judges, knowing this was filmed on February 13th, is almost as cringy as hearing Chris Harrison confirm for Caitlin that he did give the couples permission to fuck last night. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then the last one, Aaron at this one is Aaron. Bree and Chris, your performance was great, and you guys are objectively better singers. But unless we can confirm that you have had sexual intercourse, we just don't feel comfortable letting you win this singing competition. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty solid. All right. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with narrowing it down to two. Two. Um, I, I'm going to narrow it down to two. I will say, Jizzy Lizzie at Jizzy Lizzie Raps. Matt is clearly here for the right reasons, and it's lame as fuck. And I agree, agree. I'm going to go. Should we do Love Is Blind or Storage Wars? Which one for number two? Storage Michelle. is funny. Do storage. Okay, wars. storage is okay. funny, but it's the rebuttal that makes it funny. 
Okay, so then we'll do we'll do these together. This is a duo. Got so it. she's going up against herself. Jizzy Lizzy and Jizzy Lizzy raps. So they basically just smashed two reality shows that have nothing to do with each other together. American Idol and The Bachelor. What's next? Drag Storage Wars and Air Rekka replied, I'd rather watch that. Drag Storage Wars or um, Drag Storage Wars or Here for the Right Reasons, Lame as Fuck, Nick. Uh, here for the Right Reasons, Lame as Fuck. Okay, I'm going to let Michelle be the final picker. I'll do Drag Storage Wars, Anna. Oh, I'm going to go with Lame as Fuck. Okay, Katie, Lame as Fuck or Drag Storage Wars? Lame as Fuck. All right. Well, then, what would you have picked, Michelle? Well, I guess my vote is completely meaningless now that I'm going last, but uh, let's just do lame <laughs> as fuck. That's fine. Okay. okay. Lizzie, J- Jizzy Lizzie wins. At Jizzy Lizzie Raps, Matt is clearly here for the right reasons and is lame as fuck. You guys can like us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Here's some great reviews. There were so many awesome reviews last week. I asked for reviews and I asked you to put them in words and I said I would read them. And you know what? I'm going to honor that commitment and hang tight. Buckle up, buttercup, because you guys – you. you a few of you left them, and we love it. We are here for it. We want greedy little more, more, more. We love it. So here we go. Our first one that I'm going to read is uh, from Nikki Bethy 87 New listener alert. Five stars. Hey, Arden. I started listening this week after hearing your recap on the Vial Files. You are so funny. So I just had to check you out. Well, thank you so much. You are hysterical, and I cannot wait until next week. I think Matt and Rudy will win, but break up when the tour starts. Also, 100% Jamie must be someone's niece. She can't not be with the airtime she is getting. I'm going to catch up on your Juan Pablo season because that is the craziest season. Also agree you should start recapping Bravo shows. Below Deck Med and Sailing Yacht is a personal favorite of mine and my husband's. Keep up the amazing work. Your podcast is going to be definitely be a weekly, weekly listen. Nikki Beth. The 87. Welcome to the fold. We're so glad you're here. And thank you so much for leaving us a review. We also have five stars. Love, love, love. Hey, guess what, Tana? This is from Tana1957104. I love this podcast. Whenever I'm having a down day, I think about the episode when Arden impersonates Peter when he clearly got his infected wound bonked by Sydney. Ah, ah, it never fails to make me laugh. Also, my real name is is Tana, and every time Tana is on the podcast, I feel extra special. You go, Tana. Represent us crazy as well. Tana, how does that make you feel? That's amazing. I have a Tana sister out there. That is so good. (laughs) And she's psyched that you're the one representing her. So Tana in the house. Shout out, Tana's. Shout out for the Tanas. Then we have five stars. Can't believe it took me this long by Hollies. I am ashamed that it somehow took Nick Vial to inform me of this podcast. Sorry, Nick. And thank you, Nick. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. We love him so. And that's why he's virtually sitting with us here right now. And here's another one. We got five stars from Doug Gall. This podcast is Bachelor of the Year every year. Well, that is so sweet. Let's see. My wife brought me into the Bachelor fold. And this podcast keeps me here. Even after the infuriating Peter season or the snooze fest of Ari, I like that. Arden and the gang are one of my highlights of my week and the only Bachelor podcast I listen to. Well, Doug, thank you so much for listening. We have two more. This is five stars. The reason I watch Bachelor. This is from MKS Gal 89. This podcast might be the reason I watch The Bachelor now. I take so much pride when I hear you and the gay sing- gang say something that I said too. And while I love all the guests, and Arden, Jerry Trainer has become my favorite reluctant candidate to listen to. His points of views are spot on. Well, you'll be happy to know he will be back next week breaking down Juan Pablo's season with us, and we'll see if he's still on board with Juan Pablo. Anna, Katie, what a joy is Jerry Trainer? I just mailed him a uh, Rookie of the Year t-shirt, and he's been wearing it with pride. How Don't you love Jerry? He's, he's great. I love how into it he is. Yes. So for someone new, he really just fell in love with the. With I the whole feel like show. we might have to have like a rookie rookie show when they do that. We maybe have to have like um, Beverly D'Angelo and Jerry on, or or Debbie and Jerry on an episode together, which would be fun. Our former rookies. All right. And finally, five stars. Love Arden and the team by Mandy is Dandy. I can't get enough of The Bachelor and I'm so glad that I stumbled across this podcast. Everyone cracks me up and I constantly find myself laughing either uncontrollably or in disbelief. I love Arden so much. Meow. 
Home. I never thought to watch Insatiable until I listened to this podcast. I binged both seasons in a week. I want a petition to get it back. Please do. Point of all this, everything Arden touches is gold or roses or just hilarious and heartwarming. Thank you for everything you all do. Manny, that makes me feel so happy. That warms the cockles of my heart. Thank you so much. I, I, it really means a lot to me and, and that's why we do this. Don't we have the best listeners? I say that every week and I know it sounds by rote, but like I, it really means a lot. Particularly in quarantine, it's like it's so sweet just to have strangers reach out. It's nice that it it touches people's days. I think they're great. They are the funnest listeners. We have the most fun listeners. We really do. Here's an email that we got. Uh, Anna, this this one makes me so happy. This one reminds me of JJ. This is from Aww. TR Proper. I'm sad to say that it took me – the subject line is new fan. I'm sad to say it took me until about halfway through Peter's season before I just ever discovered your podcast. And when I did, I loved it so much. I started listening every week thinking, what have I been missing? Honestly, your podcast adds a whole new dynamic and level of fun to watching The Bachelor. I started waiting anxiously to watch each new episode and then listen to your podcast as soon as it was posted. Your show is so fun. I love all the people you bring on and I laugh so much. This is what really warmed my heart. I'm a single mom empty nester of all daughters and we all have big personalities. So I'm used to having a lot of fun filled hilarious conversations every day of life until all my kids grew up and moved away. So when the quarantine started and you started reviewing Juan Pablo's season, I thought, why not? I'm now isolated at home anyway. So I watched the whole season and I can't wait until you go back to it. It feels like having a friend over to visit and that conversation and laughter fills my living room once again. I temporarily stopped listening to the podcast when you changed over to listen to your heart. She wasn't interested. Spoiler alert, that was a mistake. Anyway, however, tonight I decided to listen into your latest podcast, even though I hadn't watched it. It was the one with Nikki Glazer. Happy, happy, busy, busy, aka give yourself a PP, LOL. I missed your podcast so much that I decided list, that I decided to listen, even when I didn't watch the show, it'd be fun, and you didn't disappoint. I didn't even know the people you were talking about, and I just laughed and had so much fun. Now you convinced me to go back and watch, listen to your heart so I can listen to all the podcasts I miss. LOL. Just wanted to share you've made my emptiness quarantine time a lot more fun. TR proper. That warms my heart. Welcome in, honey bunny. Welcome to the crazy train. We are so (laughs) glad you're – we're all in this together, honey. Anna, how sweet is that? That was really nice. It's so nice. She sounds like a great mom. I bet your daughters love you. You sound like a blast. So anybody out there that's all by themselves or, you know, needs a laugh, thank you so much. And again, you can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. Nick, where can people find you? What would you like to promote? Uh, you just uh, find me on Instagram at uh, Nick Vial or uh, check me out on the Vial Files at anywhere you can find a podcast. Miss Michelle? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Mishcall. And Wednesday nights, I'm hosting uh, for Lifetime these married at first sight chats on their Instagram live. So I'm very excited because I love married at first sight. I don't know if you guys watch, but it's, do you watch it? Arden? No, but I bet it's, it's so up my alley. Oh, I'm going to write that the, down. It's really the best. I'm not saying that because they're paying me. In fact, I think they're paying me because they've said that, to be honest. So that's starting uh, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, Wednesday know, night. After the new episode, myself. it's starting at nine. So you can go to their Instagram and watch. That's on Lifetime? Okay, um, you guys can uh, follow me on Instagram at Artemarine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. Pre-order my book, Little Miss Little Compton, available wherever books are sold. If you email in your receipt to rosepodcast at gmail.com, we're going to be giving some book giveaways of signed copies of the book and a bunch of t-shirts and whatnot. And next week, we're going to be going back to the Breaking Down the Juan Pablo episodes. So you can check in on that. Anna, Katie, where can they find you? I'm KT underscore money. And I know we mentioned having a guest host from uh, our listeners. We've decided to do it. We're going to have you guys break down one of the episodes when they do the 10 episodes uh, where they do all in one night. We'll have guest listeners that we will pick. So submit yourselves. You're going to break down the Juan Pablo episode with us. So that's what we're going to do. And that'll be fun. I know. Um, Okay. You guys – Nick, Michelle, thank you so much for closing out the season with us. Nick, It's welcome to the podcast. Yeah, it was such a joy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Was so, this Nick's this, first time? This oh is God. Nick's first time. I didn't know this that. Nick's, That's fun. Yes. I thought you guys would be a fun combo. I had yeah. to have her on twice before she asked me. 
Well, I got oh, shy. Shit. I got shy. It's totally fine. Although the first time I had her on, then like COVID like hit like right after. You were like the last person I saw same, same except for, for my own. I saw you and then I did my podcast here and I saw Paget Brewster and Rob Benedict and that and then that was, was <laughs> you're like the la- you're the second batch of the last people I saw. Yeah. That was scary. That's so funny because I got coronavirus and immediately saw Paget Brewster. That's so weird. Like, what did are the you? odds of that? Well, I had the virus, but no, I did not see Paget Brewster. And also, I, I remember you were saying that you thought you had it. I got so, it from Andy Cohen on March 11th, but we can move on. That's, I mean, at least maybe you have the antibodies. That's good. Oh, best way to get it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure Thank I you. had it. I didn't take a test, and I took the antibody test and tested negative. But then was told really? that that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean I didn't have it. So I don't fucking know. <gasps> oh, guys, what a world! What a I world! Know. Hide in your houses and just watch garb garbage. Um, you guys stay safe. Thank you so much for doing it. We appreciate you. Please Thank come you. back. Thank you, Nick. Okay, great seeing bye. you. Bye, you too. Bye bye. Oh yeah, gonna get all up in you tonight. So good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.